Hello everybody, welcome back to another first run bald movie pulp edition. Tonight we're talking about the 2023, it just came out today, uh, John Woo film called Silent Night. It stars Joel Kinnaman and Kid Cudi. Um, and it is a movie about a father who gets revenge for the accidental gangland slaying of his young son uh, on Christmas. And he's got 365 shopping days to get himself in shape to whip ass and get revenge on all the drug dealers. Uh, Jim, what did you think? Uh, it's been it's been seven years since John Woo made a movie. Been 20 years mm. since he made a movie in America. Uh-huh. The action master came out of retirement to give us this Christmas gift. What do you say to Uncle Woo? Should have stayed retired, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I just I I've hmm. I, I have now seen the best movie I've seen in years with the holdovers this year, and also the worst movie I've seen in years with Silent Night. Worst movie you've seen it's in years. God awful. I there there was not a single moment of this movie that I enjoyed. Ooh. Eh, okay, I, I'm being a little harsh. There was a moment, maybe two, but they were fleeting, man. Boy, I did not like this movie at all. So I don't, I don't hate it like Jim does, but I will say this: um, it's not a very good Christmas film. Like you know, there's some <laughs> no. people that say that like you know these hyper violent films like Die Hard stuff they don't belong Christmas. I disagree. I thought Violent Night was an exquisite Christmas film and mm-hmm. it made me feel better about Christmas. This movie didn't made me feel slightly worse about Christmas. Um, it's got some interesting dramatic things. I thought it was interesting the, the whole hook in this movie is uh, for reasons that have become apparent five minutes in the movie, Joel Kinnaman cannot speak and he will, there will be no dialogue. There is like mm-hmm. some spoken audio over like police scanners and things like that, but no one is going to say a word out loud in dialogue. Everyone, everyone got paid the extra eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, with with so it's, you know some some blurring around the edges there for sure. But yeah, and I thought that was kind of successful um, in the early going. And I thought that Joel Kinnaman, it was neat to see him take that 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 um, challenge and kind of run with it. I think that he can hold his head up high. Uh, with his performance, I thought that the movie—I uh, mean, it's a pretty standard revenge tale—but still, I thought it was very good in that uh, even with uh, no dialogue whatsoever, you know, you immediately knew what was going on, what were the stakes, what people were thinking, feeling, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, the movie needed a lot more action, and I would say better action. I think mm-hmm. that John mm-hmm. Woo fucked around and made the best action film in 1998 uh like you the, i don't I, I it's like john wick has never happened none of the mission impossibles have happened I mean, when did face off come out that was 95 i like i maybe that's my my fault here but i was expecting face off i was expecting something that had a heart something that had a. It, okay it did have heart like laugh this movie every once in a while this movie does not have a single laugh in it with no, 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 maybe no, no. the very first shot is an exception, which just completely fucks up like the setting of the tone. Cause I kind of got a chuckle out of the first shot and then not a single laugh the entire movie. It's a very not, grim not movie. even an attempted joke. It's just, Mm-mm. they didn't even well, go how, for it. 
Yeah, you just have visual gags. That's about all you could do. Sure. Um, but there's some grim. Try. There's some grim chuckles I got from some of the action that we can talk about in the spoiler section. But, but, but yeah, I, you say it doesn't have any heart. I found it effortlessly to connect to Joel and his son and like I. I, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm just an easy mark, but I actually was moved to tears on a couple of those flashback what? scenes where you see him <laughs> like playing with his kid. Well, you look, man, you got no kids and no, you're, no, you're no, a soulless no, no, robot no, no, in the no, best no. of your days. So. It's effortless because he does it every four seconds. He, this movie is one of the worst paced movies I've ever seen, ever. Yeah. By the by, the time we're ten minutes in, he's had six different times where he's shown you, oh, this father really loves his kid, and it should be fucking effortless. <laughs> I, all you should have to say is, this father had his child taken from him mm-hmm. by a random act of violence. He's pissed off. I get it. I get it immediately. Mm. I get it instinctively. But John Woo is not okay with you getting it instinctively on the first time. He wants to hit you with it four times in the first 12 minutes. And then he wants to hit you with it with the fucking theme song on this music box that he does over and over and over again until I roll my eyes every time I hear it. (laughs) It's trash. Um, The pacing is garbage on this movie. I definitely think it's 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 rough when you open up with a pretty gonzo five minute action sequence and then the movie just kind of plods for what I think it's an hour. Yeah. And there's there's a good plot reason for that. Um, But like the this because, you know, the whole deal is that this is Joel uh, Joel's playing an everyman. Like, he is not a special operator, a forces operator. He's not a cop. He doesn't have any kind of weapons training, so he needs the full year to kind of work himself in. But I feel like they needed a couple of, like, action sequences paced along because you get you got mm-hmm. a, what I think mm-hmm. is a pretty good one up front, and then you've got the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie, which is all action. But in between there, it, yeah, it, it's, it definitely got a little boring. Um, it's so repetitive so repetitive mm-hmm. in its themes i couldn't believe it every time i every time they went back to the damn kid and he starts crying and seeing another vision i'm like yeah i got it the first time man i felt it the first time now i feel yeah. nothing now i now i feel how much you want me to feel it and it's not working at all yeah um i the other problem i have with this film I, again i i think you can tell sad christmas stories um and, and, and you know I've seen a couple of good ones but even I'm trying to think of like the one of the saddest mm. Christmas movies I've ever seen was that Paul Giamatti what was that All, uh, is, bright. All is Bright yeah yeah that's pretty even, sad even and, and, and even that movie pumps to break a little bit at the end to give you a little bit of a Christmas glow sure and this fucking no this movie is a grim affair there is no attempt at blunting the the impact or like giving you something to go out like i i i felt christmas depressed after watching this film um i feel like i need to watch violent night as a palate cleanser because again that's mm-hmm. and I, I mean i really hope that this doesn't strangle the hyper violent christmas movie in its crib because i think this felt like a strike year cashing in on violent night you know something that we can do with very few actors you don't need to write any fucking dialogue you can just bring you know you, you can cryogenically thaw out john woo from his his capsule in hong kong and sh- ship him did, did it even get filmed in america I, I honestly don't know i don't know 
and you you get you get Joel for two weeks and Kid Cudi for two days, and boom, you got you got a movie. Um, there's no other recognizable stars in this in this whole thing, and it's just and I I I, uh, I just I, I think if it had a, a two or three more action set pieces um, to 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 break that like you said mid movie monopoly, the act two is just enormous and it just you just wait for the inside and i kept on thinking like surely because it's a repetition of act one is surely surely he's going to you know as he turns the pages of the calendar and gets more and more skills and more and more training he's going to like try some of these things out but no they're really saving it all up for the end so So, this movie feels like a, a montage writ large which i i'm saying that as derogatorily as possible because there are also montages writ as montages, mm-hmm. and there are many of them. But but the entire first act of this movie is just like the, a montage of this guy being sad and remembering his son and doing that over mm-hmm. and over again. And then the second act is a montage of him training up what would normally take about thirty seconds in a film. A good yeah. action movie takes about forty minutes here. And yeah, I'm trying to think of like. Me. Imagine like the best Rocky montage you've ever seen and then stretch it out for 45 minutes and every seven minutes have Rocky go to a corner and cry about Adrian and and yeah yeah, and Mac. Uh, No, it's not Mac. Mick. Mickey. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, And again, I was also surprised at how pedestrian the action was. There was like, I think, two shots where... I'm like, oh, I haven't actually seen that in a film before. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a surprising lack of, like, John Woo trademarks. Totally, like, there's only yeah. one scene where you go guns akimbo, which that's, like, no doves to be found. Um, <laughs> his motorcycle nope. fetish is is definitely there and well represented. Yeah. That There are some cool shots there, but... Uh, there, there was um, some neat camera work from time to time. I liked some of the fight sequences. Like, that... The, let's call it the first fight sequence um, after the the intro thing. Um, yeah, the one in his house. Mm-hmm. That one actually had some cool camera work. I I felt like he was doing some stuff with the punches Dude, that same made them feel very powerful and heavy. And I think um, Joel Kinnaman's a great action hero. He's big. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually he's gotten really you know I think he's always been pretty well built and cut, but like you know he's like six foot four, huge wingspan. Yeah. Uh, He's he's in he's a, a physically impressive individual, and I think he does a lot of uh, cool stuff. But yeah, that fight that's also one of the few laughs I had. Uh-huh, I thought the way uh-huh. that fight ended up with that that little beat was nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just uh, yeah, there was like two things that. Uh, but that's the thing is like the the bar has been raised so high up with the John Wicks, with the extractions, the Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. We are eating well. We are in another golden age of action films right now. And uh, yeah, John Woo's just doesn't have that ninety mile an hour fastball anymore. I mean, he, he's seventy seven. He's he's yeah. pretty damn old. So like, yeah, yeah. I was hoping he'd come out with some like he'd he'd have been watching all those movies and going, you know, I think I could do this better. And that's why he was coming out of Hollywood retirement here. But apparently, not. I gotta say this this movie would be a full letter grade better if it wasn't a Christmas film too. Oh, you think like so? If this was just if this just came out in the summer and it wasn't the hook with the you know the the Christmas thing. Um, probably think if the silent thing added or took away because that's well, just need, rough. You need to execute everything else so well 
when you don't yeah. have any dialogue because otherwise the di- no dialogue comes across as just a gimmick and I don't think yeah. they executed nearly well enough to cover for the no dialogue. Yeah. You, you know what it is? I, I was talking with my wife on the way home. Well, maybe I should say this for spoiler section. Yeah, because we might not have anything. About this is what, be... how I would improve this movie significantly. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Because that's the thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect this to be this kind of great of a, 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 a soft launch of our uh, Christmas content because it's about <laughs> to start tomorrow. Uh, and the theme this year is Bah Humbug because it's me and Jim uh, taking down some beloved Christmas cards. Not not taking them exactly to the woodshed, but definitely putting them in a headlock, giving them some noogies. Yeah. Uh, give them some, uh, you know, purple nurples, some pink bellies, some, 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 uh, some, some hazing. Uh, no. But yeah, Jim's ready to bully the shit I'm, out of this I'm, film. He's I'm ready treating to... this movie like it killed my seven-year-old son. <laughs> 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 Fuck this movie. <laughs> Kill them all, man. Uh, yeah, you know what? Save your money. Watch Violent Night another time. There you go. Uh, or or die or die hard. Die hard one two and Violent Night. You're gonna have three times the fun of this movie. Um, but yeah, if if you want some some more Christmas action or if you want some more Christmas uh, joy in your life, uh, I strongly recommend sign up for the club. Support.baldmove.com because uh, it's not just this year we have our Christmas catalog is fucking deep but it's almost all uh, back behind the the club paywall we've got all the home alones mm-hmm. we've got your diehards we've got jingle all the way we've got a Christmas story we've got a Christmas story story too like uh, it's a wonderful life and uh, yeah Christmas story like you said Elf, we just—I guess we—we we let Elf sneak outside the wall uh, as, as yeah. a promo for this year. But yeah, just just like lots of really great Christmas content, lots of uh, opportunities to hang out. And if you don't want to join the club, also every Wednesday night leading up to Christmas, we'll be doing a Christmas stream. I think what were we just talking about watching? Um, what movie? Uh, that was on Prime? Scrooge is on Amazon oh, Prime. Yeah. We just might live watch Scrooge with everybody. Uh, on twitch.tv slash bald move and again you don't need to, cl- to be in the club to participate but I, I do it's it's the you know people say most wonderful time of the year uh, it goes it, it goes with that saying it, it is for bald move too so support.baldmove.com if you want in on the Christmas stuff and also if you want more of this review we're going to talk about trailers here in a minute but then we're going to go uh, Jim's going to tell you how to fix this John Woo movie in the spoiler section uh, we will be back um Ferrari comes out on Christmas Day. We're going to be off on vacation. We're looking to cover that, though, early January. And then Groundhog's Day, February 2nd, Argyle. <laughs> We're also going to be off that day. Well, not off. We're going to be doing something else that day. Well, well, we'll be doing that the next day. Like, we'll be, yeah, that's the, the oh, third, I thought we were doing third it fourth. Friday to Saturday, actual Groundhog oh, Day. Oh, yeah, that's we? right. We are doing a Friday, Saturday this. But, yeah, we're going to head over. We have the we got our big groundhog day fundraiser 24-hour film festival we'll be having more details of that soon Mm -hmm. but uh, we will be checking out argyle i'm excited for that film it's uh behind uh, the guy who made uh rocket man and the kingsman uh the the kingsman series i forget that guy's name but uh he's a really good action action kind of comedy guy and Uh uh, the secret agent cat movie angle um i'm excited minor mystery about that's something there's, there's gonna be some kind of twist so i'm glad i'm seeing an opening night uh trailers there wasn't a lot of new stuff i did see a much bigger trailer for aquaman that seems like this is like the final before release maybe and because we this is the first time we've seen a theater uh, movie in a different theater in a long time so i saw a com- probably a complete different slate 
Potentially. Uh, I saw Aquaman 2. I don't remember it being different, though. So you might have got a different it one. Was, it was a lot longer, little, went a little bit more into the plot. Um, again, I thought the first Aquaman was just okay. I, yeah. I'm i not super excited. This will not be a bald first-round bald movie. <laughs> um, and then we got two Blum, Blumhouse horror films. Two. Night Swim. I didn't see this one. So Night Swim is what if the new house that you moved into, what the pool has not been used in 15 years, what if you fill it up and it's secretly haunted? And what, <laughs> what if you have Blue a whole Mouse bunch of teenagers over for some night swims and you have some skeletal hands grabbing them from the deep end? What if you okay. play a game of Marco Polo where secretly there's not but monsters in it? It... it you know what it would be because like Kings Island does this in the summer they 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 screen movies in their big wave pool <laughs> it, this okay. would be an amazing film to see in those circumstances and maybe no others I don't I don't know <laughs> but uh there's Night Swim um and the second Blumhouse horror film Imaginary you, saw, you had to see, see one of these right the, yeah this one All I right. saw I've been talking too much you, you what, what's this what how does this one grab you this one didn't seem very scary uh no it's it, no, I don't find dolls scary. I guess and, and, and teddy bears essentially. I don't find teddy bears scary, even when they're possessed by the demons of some other realm. I don't know. Yeah, this is very Chucky. This is very like Evil Ted. Yeah, <laughs> the Evil Ted. Evil Ted. Uh, yeah. No, I. Yeah, it didn't seem that scary to me. I don't. I don't know what Blue Mouse is going for, man, because. They did what, like Five Nights at Freddy's recently? And I don't yeah. think anybody thought that was scary. But they did Megan, I, which was a pretty certified, big certified hit. Okay. And, and I, they name check Megan in this trailer. You know, I think that... Or whatever. I, I'm not... Is, is James Wan directing this? Because they think so, shouted yeah. his name out, but he might just be producing it. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think Chucky's very scary, but there is something about demons preying on children... Mm-hmm. that I do find very creepy and it looks like, you know, there's uh, it's, I feel sorry for the child, you know, it's got this cute teddy bear and trying to be friends with it. And it starts having them like, you know, there's that one thing where it's like, it's making a list of things for her to do. And, you know, it looks like she impales her hand on a nail. It's that's, that's, that's uh, uh, yeah. I don't like that. Not one bit. Yeah. It might be scary. I thought the demon looked kind of scary too. Maybe it could just be a mediocre trailer. Uh, I've seen a lot yeah. of those lately. Uh, that's all the trailers that we had. I had a bunch of, you know, they oh. had the uh, the Bob Barley. They were tr- trotted that back yep. out. Um, yep. A bunch of stuff that we've, we've already talked about. They they ran another trailer for Argyle. Uh, what about you on your your house? What are they showing? I had one more that was brand new uh, yeah. and shocked me. I could not believe really? what I was seeing. It's a movie called 1992. Have you heard of it? Oh, this is a story of a shopkeeper whose child gets caught up in the Rodney King riots. In LA, LA riots. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and he's got to like try and get his kid back in all this chaos. The thing that shocked me is Ray Liotta is in this movie. And I don't Another know Another they... posthumous Liotta? <laughs> I thought Cocaine Bear was his last role. This is... This has him in multiple scenes, and I don't know well, if they first used off, every I thought, second. Of I, I it, thought but... the 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 Mini Saints of Newark was going to be his last role. <laughs> right. then, then I thought Cocaine Bear, Bear was going to be his last role. Uh-huh. Then yeah, wow. 
Uh, did this trailer feature the Sublime song? <laughs> no, it didn't. Okay. Not that I remember anyway, and I probably would have picked up on that. I'm going to guess that they bust that out at some point in the movie. But another rake. So this movie got filmed like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I have. mean, at least geez. his parts. Okay. Okay. All so, right. Yeah, that was wild. Uh, look, looks pretty cool. You know, it's it's kind of an action. It's a lot in the vein of a Violent Night, Silent Night, uh, action. Not revenge, but like an extraction kind of thing, right? He's got to get himself and his kid out of this violent situation. It's just, this just sounds so Ed Wood, like someone's got a coffee can with like some eight millimeter of Ray Liotta that they shot 15 years ago. Right. It's like from this, this acorn, a mighty oak will grow. And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I almost know. wondered if they didn't CG him, if they haven't like bought the rights to him from his estate or something. But oh, who knows? They're, what a, you know, projects take a long time to see the light of day sometimes. What a far fall from Goodfellas. Think uh, so? The cocaine. The co- I don't know. Maybe this would be good. Maybe it'd be good. Maybe I enjoyed good. Cocaine Bear. This I, I think people good. make good movies with actors that are dead two years and they just sit on them for a while. Just don't make them. <laughs> sure. You know? That's when you know it's that, good. That, that don't trot it out until there's been an extended strike and there's nothing else left. I I, I bet that's quality. I bet this is the role of a lifetime, actually. Yeah. You yeah. never know. You never know. Or the, the role of more than a lifetime. It's a role of a death time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Do you, did you have another trailer? No, that was it. Well, this is where we get off. Uh, some people get off the bus before the last stop, unfortunately. Unless you want to buy the e-ticket, support.baldmove.com. It's how you join the club. You get all of our first-run bald movies. Again, we got... Uh, Ferrari, we won't be seeing an opening week, but we will be seeing it early January. Argyle, a bunch of other stuff. I mean, Hollywood's still getting kind of spun up, and the movie release is a little sparse in the first of the year, but uh, they'll be cranking pretty soon. And again, tons of Christmas content to be had, ad-free feeds, uh, lots of stuff. You get a lot of stuff for your money at support.baldboob.com. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next one. All the club members, follow me. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. And now, back with more Bald Move. Can I ask you, is it really that expensive to flip a real car? There's like an action scene in the beginning of the movie where a very obvious CGI car gets flipped. And I, every time I see it, it's, it's one thing when you, you're doing like Fast and the Furious and you're like racing down, you know, through the Roman Colosseum or doing shit where like yeah, they yeah. would never let with you film there. And they never let you close down a street. And yeah, you're using $500,000 exotic sports cars. Mm-hmm. Can we not flip a fucking Dodge Charger? Like, how much does it cost to get a stuntman to flip a Dodge Charger? Like, why, yeah. why do we got to... It's like, I, it's got to be almost as expensive to animate it poorly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I was in the first this, man. 30 seconds of the film and I'm like, ooh, I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm torn on that. Like, I... I feel like stunt people are the only people that I want to put out of work. Like, I don't want to put them out of work, but their job is extremely dangerous. And we can do it with other means. Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Yeah, because every couple of years, one of them dies. And it's, you know, you always got that like, Jesus Christ, is this, is it worth it? But on the other hand, it's a, it's a long, proud, noble tradition Oh yeah, and no, they don't want to be out of work, and I understand. 
that's the thing. Yeah, I think stunt people would uh, would would want to throw you through a safety glass window if you. <laughs> they can't legally. They don't have the insurance. They want to throw you off. They want to throw you off a seven story building into a pile of cardboard and airbags. <laughs> they just they're gonna be real pissed at that take, Jim. But uh-huh. the, I get it. I get it. On the other hand, how hard is it to? Re- I, I saw Grant Amahara, God rest his soul, and MythBusters right. rig up seventeen different cars and trucks. The remote control. Well, how, mm-hmm. how expensive is it to, to remotely control a Dodge Charger into uh, a fire plug and have it flip over? Because I just yeah. was saying the CGI shit doesn't quite cut it. You, 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 no, I'm I, with you. If we can flip cars without people in them, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Shit, I'll do yeah. it right now. You got a way to flip a car? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, my first uh, opening salvo against this movie. What the. Uh, what the, is, there, is there anything that you want to point out about liking? Because there's a couple scenes oh, yeah. that I thought were quite good. Yeah, we can start with good stuff. Uh, I like the music in this movie. I think the music largely bad. is quite good. Doesn't get in the way. Doesn't detract. Doesn't detract. You, 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 do you consider the uh, music box as part of the sound design? Because <laughs> no. clearly, no, no, no. But that got me. I'm telling you, dude. How they played they it kinda... so many times. <sighs> I don't know, man. Because like I will say that like um, I'm always primed to be a little soft when you've got a little kid that's been killed and you sure. got your mom and dad are suffering. But like also, you know, when he goes in a kid's room and it's like, oh Jesus, he's got like rocket ships and planets on his sheets, just like my son, and mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's got these train sets, just like my son used to. And oh, it's like I got, yeah, I I, I got, I I guess I identified a little bit too much with the material but i found all that and i also think joel kinnaman i used to talk shit about him you know i remember thinking he's kind of like a good looking empty suit um, back when in I like first saw altered him. carbon uh yeah and, and even back when I, I remember the first time i saw him he played that uh republican challenger to kevin spacey in the house cards. Uh, what was that movie house of cards right mm-hmm. um and I remember like Joel Kinnaman being on my actor map in like season two of For All Main, kind of like, oh damn, he can actually do this. Yep. And I, yeah, I thought all that scenes with his the son were very effective. Um, that scene in the hospital where he finds out he doesn't have his voice anymore and he's I, I've got no mouth but I must scream. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a s- extremely emotionally effective. Um, it's every podcaster's worst nightmare. To be shot in the throat by gangsters. <laughs> don't yeah, want to tell you any different. They're scared of it. It would. I don't know if people would be down for the whole. I don't know, Jim. What do you think about this movie? <laughs> they would not. You're, you're Maybe not gonna, as you're a not, novelty at first. You're not, not going to unsubscribe just because my vocal cords got shot out. That'd be very ableist of you. <laughs> we would yeah, really I, have it, to lean on the pity be. and the guilt to <laughs> keep bald move going. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like John John Woo's trying to do in this movie. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, 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 here's another question I have. Why not just? Uh, oh God! Why not? This is how bad this movie is. Why not just kill the wife? Here, this is how I would make this movie 100 percent better. Well, not 100. percent It can't be. Frid, frid, make him frid a that, father. Frid that woman. So, Ooh. so it solves. It solves. It makes him more sympathetic. A in the beginning because for two reasons. A he's a single father. He's already had it hard. Now he's got it even harder because he's got no kid. Um, yeah, like the, the 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 wife didn't leave him. She's she got she she's dead. So this this kid is like all he's got left. He's like exactly. it's, it's the most important thing in the world. Even and more, they just double took it more. From him. All you fathers, mother, there think your kids are important. Pfft, get in the back of the line. Joel is the most important thing to him. It's his Fabergé egg. 
that he's yep. safeguarding. So it makes it it makes it more poignant that way. And B, he's kind of a he's kind of a dick at the beginning of this movie. And I I want to give him a lot of leeway here because whoa whoa he, how like because he just sinks into a depression and doesn't think at all about his wife. But I, yeah, I understand happens. it too because not yeah. only has he lost his child, which apparently meant a hell of a lot to him, but B mm-hmm. he's also been maimed. Like he. He can't mm-hmm. speak. He's got a, a physical thing that happened to him that didn't happen to his wife, so he's feeling a little bit more. But he's kind of a dick as well, and I think that cleans up all that yes. stuff. So it makes yeah. him more sympathetic that way, and it would take away all of the problems that I have in the beginning of this movie with the wife not speaking to him when yeah. he's, he's hurting, right? Like, he comes in, and he starts breaking down, weeping, and she's just like, hey, 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 it's okay, and that's it. Uh huh. It would do so much better, and and then he could just work in his fucking garage on his monster truck and his weapons. I'm not sure why fighting. no one could speak in this film because I do think I, I agree. Like having the main character be silent is interesting, but like it made a lot of totally. scenes. Like every time he like he walks into Kid Cudi, like why doesn't Kid Cudi say anything in this movie? Um, yeah, I thought. And the other thing is, um, yeah, the it's a tough one because. I don't know who made the decision that the wife should stay. I don't know who made the decision that the wife should stay for 30 minutes in a movie and essentially just be like, you know, texting him. I miss our son too. I don't understand why you're doing this and him just ignoring it. And then her like kind of getting cold and then her like moving out. But it's like, once she moves out, the movie can like get on with its business. But it's like, seems very clear that, did they add the wife just because they're like, shit, we got a 60 minute movie here and we need, you know, Maybe. for this to be a full feature, we need 30 more minutes. Yeah, I honestly thought the movie should have started with that flashback to his son being shot. If it starts there, yeah. you miss out on a lot of the repetitive stuff that really annoyed me at the beginning of this movie. It's like, it's a, the other thing is she didn't leave soon enough because, like, I feel that too, like yeah. she spent months there. Uh, yeah, she he brings home this murder machine, starts welding on it, you know, just gets uh-huh. his Mustang, he gets a, you know, and then he starts uh, collecting weapons and doing weapons training. He's drinking the whole time out in the. It's like at some point she should have been like, "I'm not divorcing you. I'm calling the police. You're acting like a domestic terrorist." <laughs> uh huh. You know, like it's like it's yeah, it's like the the wife kind of. Yeah, they she serves found no purpose. Way. She's redundant in that situation because it's, they're trying to tell us through her texting him that he's grieving and he's severely grieving. But we already know that because he's oh, going yeah, out to the yard having... and he's seeing visions of his son dying and like he's sitting there drinking in the dark. Like we understand that you don't need to reinforce it with this other character. Just ditch that character. Yeah, I think I'm you're right. John Woo had being no a single dad. Or like I said, they you know they're just writing a script to fill a certain amount of time, and they're like, "What do we do? Oh, he needs because like it, it also serves the purpose of giving him another groin kick. It's like right when he's at his lowest, his wife's going to leave him too. Yeah, um, but, but also he was it's already like, building his monster machine by that time. It's so. such a fucking Christmas bummer to end on the kid's grave site where he's built this little shitty toy train set around, and then his wife, who's like that's the other thing is like she's a tragic figure too. And he goes and like the first Christmas, her son gets murdered by gangbangers. And then the second (laughs) Christmas, her husband goes out and gets himself murder suicide by the same gangbangers. And she's smiling about it. 
Dude, I don't. This this poor woman. I, I maybe we'll have a silent night too, where she cuts her vocal cords it. out, and then because that's the other thing is like, <laughs> congratulations, Joel Kinnaman, you murdered a whole city for the drug dealers. The drug problem is solved in this country. Thank you, yeah, thank you very much. That's that's the other thing is like, I fucking I can't with these drug movies anymore, man. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't watch a guy mow down wave after wave of Latino and Hong Kong actors passing as Latino. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I I just I, and and feel good about it and feel good about it because it's like even if you did even if you did do what Kid Cudi should have done and rolled up and murdered all these dudes, hmm. you know the next week that you just have the second biggest notorious drug dealer in the city take this guy's territory over and and rinse and, and repeat you, man eventually yeah, they're all like, gone yeah. no problem yeah. yeah. I just, I, uh, so that's another big yeah. uh, black. When I realized, like, oh, this is gonna be, it's gonna be one of those stories. Um, I like the look of some of this movie, uh, especially the main bad guy's hideout. I thought that was super cool. That end f- final battle room mm-hmm. is from a much better movie. Yes, it yeah. reminds me of, uh is it is it face off is it nicholas cage's hideout in that movie where he's like up in this loft type area at the top of he is in a loft type area and yeah and, uh, it reminds me a little bit of that it's year. it's different in style but it reminds it me, me a me bit of vibe. john wick too where he's going through like the museum of uh modern media and it's like all those like tvs and mirrors it reminds me a little mm. bit of um god what was the other one that i just saw where you have this like really visually inventive um background but it it, it holds up it, it's and yeah. that's the other thing is like by the time you get to that final battle like i feel like john woo was out of ideas he's hurt the other thing is um I think they do this a lot in John Wick, but the whole thing of John Wick is he's wearing this super sophisticated bulletproof, you know, like neck to toe system. Yeah. Joel Kimmins just taking, just taking shot after shot after shot. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the, the, he goes in, you know, should be in a body bag, but he goes against his, which they've established. He's like this, like drug, drugged out of his mind, psychopath. And it's just, yeah like like joel kinnaman stands up and he takes this guy's got double pistols and he takes like 40 shots right to the the torso and chest and the guy's going to kill him dead to rights and then kid cut it it's it's pretty tired man yeah i i was shocked like the one i you know there's one there's the the scene where he drove the guy on a motorcycle into the light post i thought that was like a solid action moment and mm-hmm. then the battle between the the head tough guy you know the the big where guy, right? Ruiz the I big think yeah the big guy where mm-hmm. uh he does that kind of like fancy tactical reload spin the gun right under his chin and just like fucking blood fountain coming out of this dude's top of his head yeah that was another one where it's like that's from a much better action film I like that whole but, fight honestly it was good it was good yeah. but it's like the third best fight in Violent Night sure Totally. And, and even then, it's like the David Arbor did it better. Like I'm, I'm uh, thinking that was the fight where he like stabs the the ornament into the guy's eye and electrocutes him at the end. Like that right, was right. twice as good as that fight, and that's not nearly the best fight in that film. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. 
Uh, I will say we talked about how Joel Kinnaman has turned into an actually really good actor, and I agree. Mm-hmm. And I really love. I think he has maybe the best disgusted face in all of Hollywood. Like when he's mm-hmm. disgusted by something, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that grit, that just like ugh, that wrinkled nose like he kind of deploys it in some weird areas sometimes like i when he pulled up to his <laughs> sure. like right on the christmas eve he pulls up his murder mustang outside his wife's condo mm-hmm. and she's got the oshkosh bagosh and she's doing a charcoal picture of for their son and he gets this he looks up and he's like yeah it's a beautiful woman she's gonna be all right uh-huh and then he gets the the hard disgusted look on his face because like he remembers what he's lost and it's like that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird final moment you know to have with uh, yeah I feel like they're almost going life. for something there like this could have been me right I could have healed I could have gotten past this with her and yet here I am and I'm pa- I I I can't turn back now you know I've made my choice I got to live with it I like the car sandwich scene. Where they had the big SUVs oh, and they'd yeah, slammed yeah. and, and, the and they were like driving at high speed down this like narrow alley and Joel Kinnaman's in the middle and he's shooting both ways and they're they got him sandwiched in the middle and they're going like sixty miles an hour. I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was all right. I didn't mind that one. Um But yeah, all the montages, uh, you know, watching a guy get slowly better at knifing a dummy in his garage watching a guy go to the gun range and get slowly better at the gun range it's like it's it's just a 30 minute long montage yeah oh. it's too much and there's and like then- i thought they didn't do nearly as much with um because i quite like this book called um god i don't know why tom clancy's been on my brain so much probably because we're doing a whole bunch of stuff about soviet on the for all mankind but uh he wrote mm-hmm. this book called without remote remorse which is about a ex a retired Navy SEAL that's girlfriend gets murdered by drug dealers. And it's really fascinating because he just decides that like, I'm just going to fucking go special ops on these guys. And the most fast, the first third of the novel is him doing reconnaissance where he dresses up like a bum, a homeless bum. And he goes to all their hideouts and he gets all, you know, finds out all their shifts and, you know, he goes in abandoned buildings with like a Snickers bar and a, a and he just watches and writes everything mm-hmm. down. Like who's coming, who's going. Mm-hmm. And that shit is really fascinating to see yes. him like hunt them. They don't really do that. Like he, they, they, they show like he, he's, he does all the homework apparently. Cause he sends his whole case file to kid. Why can't we see that? Yeah, Why can't we see him? In there would have been nice. Yeah, why can't we see him just doing like like the 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 hunting aid, you know, like figuring all that stuff out? Like you're we're we're seeing him work out his body, we're seeing him get better at shots, but like I could have used a little bit of that kind of black market police work type of thing. It would've been something, a little bit of variety. Yeah, as it stands in the movie, he goes from getting a photo of the the police board mm-hmm. right to taking pictures of them in their hideout like he knows exactly where everyone is he's apparently done that research over the course of months but we don't get to see it but there's also this like kind of him feeling vicariously sympathetic to the drug dealers murderous psycho girlfriend Mm -hmm. and like i don't feel like that paid off very well it was okay I mean, he sees her earlier and sees her arm, sees that she's clearly drugged up. And then like when she's shooting sure. at them later, it's like, I can't kill you because I know you're a victim too. But yeah, 
she it dies because okay. I, I i mean i don't know maybe like if you build up because i thought that you were telling a story of that like, he's going to save her like this is another and, and maybe that's something i was thinking that like how are they going to how are they going to come up with the christmas angle out of here is he going to like survive and re- reconcile with his wife is he going to and i when when he was standing off with the the drug dealer's girlfriend i'm like oh is he going to like save her well, that, that's going to be some kind of redemption, some kind of like Christmas miracle that can make. But no, it's not not that kind of Christmas film. <laughs> um, I did the the one thing that I was about to like turn on the movie forever because I, I didn't quite get there. You, you said that this movie is like a 60 on Rotten Tomatoes. And to me, that feels right. I'd probably take off another 10 points because it's a shitty Christmas film on top of being a <laughs> mediocre action film and a mediocre uh-huh. drama with no dialogue. But like there's a scene at the end where he's strangling the shit out of the final guy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's this giant suspended, very cool Christmas tree made out of like steel balls that this guy's got set up in his Love it. Dr- golden skull eporium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he looks over at this ornament and he sees his kid's face. And I'm like, motherfucker, if you let this guy off the ground after you've literally killed every drug dealer in this yeah. fictional version of Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm going to find John Woo and throw him off a three-story building into a collection of cardboard boxes and airbags. Like, this is insane. And he doesn't. No. But, like, the moment is really weird because he's murdering that last guy to his son kind of looking approvingly or not even approvingly. He looks sad and disturbed or something. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's like, I don't feel good about him strangling the shit out of this guy no more. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm with you. That was a weird moment. I'm glad they didn't go the other way. They went. Th- they took the better of the two routes, but also it makes it not. This movie doesn't feel like Christmas at all at the end. Yeah, but sometimes I, I do think that that's a John Woo signature. Is like at the at the apex of the violence, he brings it back to some kind of emotional core. You know. Um, yeah, maybe I had really wrong expectations going into this movie. I think it I think it's a mess of a movie, but also my expectations were face off. I wanted to see Nicolas Cage jumping speedboats. I wanted to see mm-hmm. you know, ridiculous stuff like people's faces getting swapped. I want to mm-hmm. see Joel Kinnaman swap faces with his son and go hunt them down or some shit. You I want to see two guys run motorcycles each other 100 miles an hour and crash into each other as jump waves crash in the background and as totally. white doves flew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really expected. Yeah, it felt, it felt more tired. John Woo, this, but this film felt tired. Like it's like tries to get up to do things, but it just it can't can't quite do it. It's a it's a shame. It's a shame. It is to come out of retirement to do this. I feel is look. It's not going to harm his legacy much. No, you can't. You know, How can you? Unless you can unmake the killer, hard boiled Mission Impossible Two, Face Off, right, Broken Air. Right. Like, like, yeah. Unless you go and delete those from Holly, you're not going to be damaged legacy. But, but I hope you'd add the cherry on top. Is what I, I was yeah. really wanting here. And it, this, is I was like, look at me. I'm all Christmas up. I was ready for a Christmas action. I was ready for like, I again, I, I fucking love Violent Night. Go back and listen to a review of it last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really hoping that we, we'd get even something half as good, but it's, yeah, just, it's just not, uh, do we get anything else to talk about? Uh, can I point out a couple of funny things or weird things? Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is this movie's version of a joke, but Joel Kinnaman at the beginning of this film is a unbelievably bad shot with a pistol. Just, <laughs> comically bad i mean he's shooting i mean he's shooting at like this range 
if he's shooting like the 50 yard mark that's pretty far for a pistol i, I would have brought that into like 10 12 yards to begin with I, if I, I agree, was that yeah. guy's gun trainer but you know <laughs> he probably should have but joel probably insisted he's like no put it out there i'm not yeah, gonna get better get shooting good. at guys who are 10 feet away they're gonna kill me because i was a guy owning a gun range i'm like dude you're shooting up my fucking target <laughs> right? carrier those things are expensive, man. That, he was shooting was... the ceiling. There were sparks yeah. coming off the roof of this place. I, it was yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I thought was super weird, and it's John Woo going for some things stylistically. Some of them I like. like all, all the stuff he was doing, shooting through the... What, what are the balls that bounce back and forth? Uh, like, oh, the Newton the cradle that they call that? Yeah, whatever cradle that is. Uh him shooting like the calendar through that I thought was kind of cool. Mm. Um, but he does this one flourish that I do not understand. And it's when Joel Kinnaman's in the hospital having after having his throat shot out. And his wife is walking down the hospital hall toward him. And like three consecutive times... John Woo like pauses the frame and zooms yeah. in on her eyes in in an effect that I could make look better in Adobe Premiere right now. Give me 12 I, minutes. I'll, I'll do that's, it better that's than that. definitely a John Woo thing, but it was, yeah, it was It was it so was out wild. of place here. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the helplessness and isolation the of, the, of, of his wife, yeah. Um, I guess why one more thing is I really got a kick out of Joel Kinnaman learning how to knife fight by watching YouTube or TikTok defense <laughs> videos. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Like, I've never seen one of those where I'm like, yeah, that would work on the street. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's always some fat, sweaty dude uh, trying to show you how to dis- dis- disarm. Uh, uh, you know, if a guy's got a gun to your head. Um, <laughs> I was really like, there's this guy on TikTok that I don't think I haven't seen him. And maybe got banned, but he would take he would do at those. And right where the guy tried to do his move where he gets out of it, it would like it would smash cut to like the pearly gates. <laughs> you know like it's like here's how if a guy's got a gun he's in the back seat and he's got it's like you're gonna do and just right as the guy starts to move it just he just bang and then this is the pearly gates like every one of them because like yeah just joel kim and watching this with a with a play knife and like okay so you do right there in the neck and you do that and i thought that was really funny nice don't take personal defense lessons off of youtube people yeah you know? yeah I could probably learn go, a thing go, or two. Go, when I'm go a to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu studio. You'll still get your ass kicked on the street, but you'll actually, you know, you might learn to choke a guy out. Sure. If, if you get lucky. <laughs> uh, how many people were in your theater? Because mine, there were eight, including My us. son and another dude. I'm super worried. I Man. This movie's going to bomb real hard. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't take Joel Kinnaman down with it because I think he is a really good action hero guy and i think i can't imagine i can't imagine can can you imagine being joel kinnaman right now and this movie just bombs like you signed up because it's john fucking woo coming out of retirement you thought you had a massive hit here guaranteed really to be able to stretch your uh, your acting chops too because it's going to be all silent that's a big Uh challenge right that's how you're going to even pull that off and that's the thing i feel like joel kinnaman comes out of this movie head held high like i I, I yeah none of this stink wore off on him it's not his fault in any way. He's no. he's he's very good in the role. It's just the role isn't a bad movie. Yeah, um, there's 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 this problem. This movie's got structural problems, script problems. Yeah, uh, it's a mess. Yeah, but, but I, I but I, I agree because like down. that's 
I've seen less things do with the actors, though. You know, I I I do too. I I really like Joel Kinnaman. I think he deserves better than second banana on Suicide Squad. Get him and... in the next Fast and Furious. Let's add him to the Dude. roster. Dude, he just, can yeah, hold his own with John, the Rock. You flush John Cena down the toilet. Let's get mm-hmm. yeah, get get Joel in there. That's a great fucking yeah. That's a great fucking call. Let's yeah. send him to Mars in Fast and Furious. Left. Whose brother slash cousin could he be? That's what. Oh. How does he fit into the family? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. You remember the shithead from the first movie who was like Dom's sidekick or whatever? Mm-hmm. That wasn't his brother, was it? It might have been his brother. I can't remember. <laughs> what if this? What if Jason Statham... What mm-hmm. if his mom had a tort affair with a yank when him and his her and oh, his dad it. were on the splits and like he's got some long lost bastard American brother? Oh, can you imagine Joel the animosity? Kid. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Mom, you never told me that I got a fucking yank for a <laughs> yeah yeah. I I would you know what I mean? I I would love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> that's that's the only place he can he can go is is up from here. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause yeah, I mean he's like, he's like playing a seventy-five-year-old man on For All Mankind. His yeah, that's not gonna. <laughs> we we we've used every part of the Buffalo when it comes to Kinnaman on that show. So we we got to find him some a soft place to land. Yeah, uh, no pun intended. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, it's, except for this is just a start of Christmas, y'all. Uh, we're coming at you with a drunken lunch tomorrow. Uh, we got Love Actually coming out on Monday. We got the Christmas streams on this Wednesday, uh, coming up this Wednesday. Next Wednesday, almost certainly, unless Jeff Bezos plays the Grinch, we're going to watch uh, Scrooged live. Uh, going to be doing the present swaps with people live. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a real good time. Uh, I hope you guys are ready. I hope you guys are feeling holly and jolly. Uh, and yeah, kind of getting a little of the early bah humbug with this movie review. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, we we will be back with another first run movie in early January where we check out uh, um, Kylo Ren in Ferrari, and then February second with Argyle, maybe some others too. Uh, it does look like it's a little thin in Hollywood through like March or April. We'll see. Uh, thanks for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're really happy to celebrate Christmas with you coming up. Uh, yeah, get a good get a good night's sleep cuz cuz Christmas starts tomorrow. We'll see you guys then.